0: Hi, this is Chris McGowan, a.k.a. Chris Magoogs McGowan, a.k.a. Magoogs. We are here at episode 12, Salt Meets Wound. I had this thought today that it's kind of sad, too. That A's whole thing, whether it's one person or many people, only works because A, they know... (laughs) It's because A, they know the people that they are harassing, and B, that they keep secrets. Think about it. A only operates and works in the shadows, in in, in the hidden depths of people's uh, secret lives. If Arya went on the news and said, well, holds up her phone and says, hey, or holds up that letter, hey, some person is harassing me and my family. They sent my mom a letter, signed A. It can only be like five people that even know about this. I don't know if anyone here knows about it, but like, this is messed up. And then Hannah's like, oh yeah, you know what? I got A signed my cast and tried to hit me with a car. And Emily comes up, yeah. A texts me creepily about my relationships, and Spencer's like, A sends me (laughs) emails. A doesn't work then. A only works because A knows that it has something on somebody that they won't go on front of live TV to say this is something that's going on. And so the very fact that they are able to and often do keep secrets is the reason why A exists probably in the first place, but also why A thrives and survives. And we see more of that this week. Get ready, folks. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. Chris watches Pretty Little Liars. So he can help you figure out who's A's. Let's dive in. So we start with Hannah, who's been released from the hospital. She comes home, and she has put a sticker over the A message written on her cast for some reason... The sticker says Humpty Dumpty was punished. Sorrowful four liars are gathered in her house. And I wrote a note to myself, why don't they just cross it out with another felt tip marker? Interesting, that comes up later. But yeah, I mean, they could use a marker to cross it out, but they choose not to. Okay. So the liars are pretty certain now. I think even later in this episode, I'll jump ahead briefly. I think even Spencer Preston is on board. I think they all think Noel is A because Hannah is certain it's Noel. I think she is certain that Noel ran her over, and I guess she thinks the note is from him too. I, 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 you know, that's the only thing I can assume. So I'm guessing by their reactions this week that they all think Noel is A and has done all this. And we see now a new bear. Here comes the song. Funny? Now we have a panda bear. Panda bear, panda bear, panda bear, panda bear, panda, bear panda, watching me at night. Panda bear, bear, giving me a fright. Panda bear, panda, bear giving A in sight. Panda bear! Panda! We have a panda bear, and the bear from the previous hospital stay is also there. So I looked at the basket. The brown bear in the basket that was delivered by Noel is in the shot. And on the other side, on the island, you know, in the kitchen there, there is the panda. Keep that in mind. Hannah knocks down some things in her cupboard. Out comes the cash. Again, Ashley. Definitely not A. Aduha! I did love how the lasagna was mixed in with the cash. It was like lasagna, cash, lasagna, cash. Someone in the art department had a little fun there. And Spencer says, you know, you have to boil that first. That kind of came up this episode too, this, uh, this idea of boiling. I don't know. We have a double dash A message. Like mommy, like daughter, can you run from the law on those legs? Like mommy, like daughter, can you run from the law on those legs? What does that even mean? There is zero chance, zero chance... I'm going to make a bold statement here. There is literally zero chance anyone who is A knows anything about what Ashley has done so far. There is no way A knows that Ashley has taken that cash. There is no way that A knows the cash that Hannah found is illegally gotten. I'm making a bold statement, (laughs) which is dangerous for this show. Zero chance that this message has anything to do with the cash her mom has taken. This means something else. This message is someone who's familiar with Ashley, Hannah's mother, in some other capacity. Um, Ashley's buying a whole bunch of stuff. She, she mentions the bank loan, and she kind of comes clean a little bit. She says it's an unauthorized loan, and she'll pay it all back. So l- listen, the moral area here is definitely not on Ashley's side, but she does say, look, I borrowed the cash. I know it's not necessarily ethical and right, but I'm going to pay it back. This is to help me, and then I have a year to put all that cash back. No one will know. I see where Ashley is coming from. I understand her point of view, and I think in her situation, she was like, this is the right move. So I, I get it. We go to the Fields' house. Fields, right? It's plur- It's fields, right? Pam Fields, Emily Fields. So we go to the Fields' house. Boy, it's an awkward dinner. Awkward dinner, right? Dinner or breakfast? Uh, I genuinely laughed at this line, uh, Mom and Dad. I like these sausages. Are they chicken? No, they're turkey. I don't know how the... Actors did not burst out laughing for hours on end trying to get through that scene. Those two lines to me were so funny. A very important question here, as we'll see later. Pam to Emily. Does your friend have allergies? Re Maya. And Emily says, no, not that I know of. So Maya's coming to dinner, we find out. And there's a little joke about Pam poisoning people. I'm not quite sure how much of a joke that is, but it's a joke. Listen, I will say I'm going to reverse course later on. But it does look like we so something happened in between the episodes. We don't know what it is. You know, in my head, Emily's parents listened to uh, my episode, this previous episode. And uh, in real life, Emily, who was criticizing Pam for how she handled her daughter's coming out. And so she said, you know what? I need to I need to try this. I need to be open. And uh, maybe I need to have Maya come over. Maybe I need to meet her. So we'll see. Boy, we'll get to Pam. We'll get to Pam. But I did write initially here. Pam had a change of heart. Oh boy, we see Spencer Preston and Alex having a smoochie in. A, is Alex like driving a red drop-top car? Is he like have a? Is he driving like a Corvette? I, I can't remember off the top of my head now. He had like a really nice car. Spencer Preston's mom's getting coffee now. I can't get Caroline, my PLL expert from uh, last episode. This idea that Spencer Preston's mom is really plugged into a lot more than maybe we know. That's really that's. Ever since Caroline said that, now it's in my head that of all the parents, this is the one parent that she's on top of all this shit. Anyway, this is important for later. It's very overtly stated. Oh, uh, Melissa and Ian are out of town. This has happened before with Melissa, by the way. Remember when Melissa and her parents were out of town and then Ren with three ends came over to Spencer Preston's house and they had that little tryst thing that was also made very explicit that they're not here? I don't know. Melissa's pulled this before. I'm now suspicious of this thing because we don't see the photo, but Melissa texts her mom a photo, and they make a joke, a little, a very offhand comment about how Melissa keeps sending photos. I'm now wondering if this is a cover that she uses to say she's out of town and to pull some a bullshit, which we'll get to. As I said, Spencer Preston's mom is on top of everything. She is aware because Spencer Preston's like, "Are you, uh, are you okay with this elopement?" And she's like, "No, I know this is, I know this is unusual, but..." She's kind of going with it, and she kind of tells Spencer Preston maybe you should go with it too. Be happy for her. Hmm, okay. They both catch Toby I guess apparently out on bail. The coffee shop appears to be right by the local precinct, so they see Toby being walked inside, and Toby's out. Cut to Maya, uh, Emily, and Aria at school. A little scene here about dinner and Maya like how she should dress and Emily's obviously very concerned she's like don't joke around this is kind of serious and, and Maya's like yeah I'll wear a dress so you're make your mom as comfortable as possible. Arya makes a really maybe I don't know she makes a joke about ironing jeans I don't know boy oh boy Noel comes into school waves at Arya, gives her a smile and the probably the most creepiest smile I've ever seen in my life. Cut two. Classroom with Fitz. till you talk about The Great Gatsby. We have a little chalk. I should make a, little, I should make a theme song for a Chalkboard Check, shouldn't I? Chalkboard Check. Chalkboard Check. Sometimes the thing on the chalkboard in Mr. Fitz's classroom has to do with the themes in the episode. I mean, sometimes it has to do with his relationship with Aria, but usually it's about what's going on with everyone And it has to do, obviously, with the book they're reading in class, too, but... Are they hints to what's happening? Is it really related, or is it just chalk? Chalkboard check. Behind Mr. Fitz, as he's talking about The Great Gatsby, which appears to be the book that they're reading now, there is a sentence that stuck out to me. I couldn't forgive him, but I saw what he had done. Uh, I don't know if that's a Great Gatsby reference or not, but... That was on the chalkboard. That just, uh, that stuck out to me. Mr. Fitz brings up themes of change and loss as the book that they're reading. And the liars kind of give each other little knowing looks. Also very prominently in the background. So class ends. Arya's going to talk to Mr. Fitz. Spencer Preston and, uh, Emily both kind of give both of them like a, hmm, look. Very prominently on his little cabinet. So we see it in the, in the wider shot. And then we see it when Arya's kind of approaching his desk. A poster for National Letter Writing Week national letter writing week who got a letter in the mail that was typewritten about the affair that Arya's parents are having just putting that out there i don't think he is a it's just you know my friend in the art department is really trying to give me some hints here so i don't know what i don't know what they're trying to tell me but uh, that was very uh, it was framed in the shot in a way that you could not help but notice it anyway and finally you know last episode Aria declined to tell Mr. Fitz what she knew about Noel. Here, she finally tells him. Aria tells Fitz it was Noel. Fitz looks concerned. I also think in my head canon that they heard IRL Emily from last episode. Because <laughs> Mr. Fitz finally says, "Let's not talk about this at school." Finally, some sense coming into him. Cut to Spencer, Preston, and Emily leaving the classroom. Maya in the background, and I already could tell. Yep, she, she Mona walks up. And she wants to force a party on Hannah. Well, that's great. So a party is happening whether Hannah wants it or not. A bad decision all around, for many reasons, as we'll see. Noel walks into Fitz's classroom, and as a surprise to nobody watching this show, I would imagine, Noel attempts to blackmail Mr. Fitz. He says, I think you should take a second look at my, my paper here, and maybe give me better grade. And whether this is the show, or whether this is a little hint from Noel, well, I have my theory about that. Either way, he changes his C- minus to an A. This show... Hmm. Anyway, I'll be mad if if they've been tricking me the whole time with this nonsense. Because, I don't know. We cut to another scene where Mr. Fitz and Arya are kind of talking about this. And then Jenna walks in. Jenna says, sorry to interrupt. And I don't know if Arya doesn't think that just because Jenna can't see that she doesn't know she's there. I mean, they were talking. So it's not like Jenna doesn't know what Arya's voice sounds like. I don't know. She seemed like... She seemed like she was surprised that Jenna knew that she was there. I guess it didn't surprise me. I don't know. And as we all know, Jenna is as informed as anyone else in the show. I think Jenna knows everything that's going on, uh, across the board. But we'll get to that. This'll become important later. I remember at the time watching this next scene and I was like, Why are we why are we dealing with this? But Alex Santiago got a I don't know what you call it. Oh, I guess his coach suggested he apply for this. Tennis thing in Sweden, and Spencer Preston says, Hey, it's a good idea, you should do it. And he's like, No, I don't want to do it. He gives her a whole bunch of reasons. Listen, everybody, we know why he's not going to Sweden this summer. Come on, he's into Spencer Preston, he doesn't want to leave her, but he doesn't say that. He gives her a billion reasons why he doesn't want to do it. That's why he doesn't want to do it. Anyway, cut two dinner. Boy, oh boy, this was I know I'm only on episode 12. This might have been the most awkward. Uncomfortable scene to watch so far. This was so awkward because we all know what everyone's thinking about going through. There's a little chat about how dad has to go to Fort Hood, and then Pam walks out with a plate of fish. Maya's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I I can't eat it. Pam looks like absolutely devastated, almost mad at Emily. And Emily's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know. I didn't know she has allergies. And Maya's very apologetic. Maya's absolutely sweet, accommodating, kind, tries to make Pam and Pam doesn't need this kind of grace but Maya's giving her as much grace as she can muster Maya's really trying I think here uh, and I think Pam started to or at least wanted to but Maya's really making an effort here to be as kind to uh, her par- uh, Emily's parents as possible Maya shares a story about how her parents met and how they then they got married and Maya says you know they got married after I was born I was the flower girl and then Pam throws in this little shot children wasn't real enough boy oh boy Pam Maya then shares a sweet story about how their parents couldn't afford a wedding ring. So dad drew with a permanent marker on his uh, wife's ring finger to symbolize a ring. Pam says, oh, well, they got a real one, right? And she's like, no, my mom got it permanently tattooed. Dad loves it. He's laughing with the pen story. It's kind of a romantic story. It's absolutely sweet. Pam is not amused. And then to top it all off, Pam gets up to... uh, do something with the uneaten fish dish. And as she's walking into the kitchen, she catches Maya and Emily playing footsie under the table. Now, just to be fair here, I mean, I guess, I mean, what, you're teenagers, maybe it's really hard to resist. I don't know. That may not have been the best choice for the two of them, knowing the very tense situation going on here. That said, Pam catches it, and that sets her off. She has a breakdown in her little uh, cubby hole in the kitchen. And I remember thinking to myself... What is... What's the source of this? What's going on there? There's something... She has a full breakdown. And I don't know 100% what's going on there. Um, hopefully, we get a little more insight on that as time goes on. Anyway, let's jump to Mona at Hannah's... I think she's there. Yeah, Han- Mona's at Hannah's place. The name Claudia Rice is mentioned. I believe that name has come up before. It was so specific that I wrote it down. I, I, and I'll go through my notes after I, do, I get done recording. It was so specific overly specific for this show I think didn't Noel date Claudia Rice yeah I'm gonna have to I'm sorry I don't want to do this on the recording here I'll look through my notes I meant, I could have sworn we've heard that name before and anyway just I'm just want to flag it here Mona is aware of Claudia Rice anyway there's a fake out didn't I didn't buy it for a second that's when the party comes in Sean's there Noel comes strolling in with a big-ass smile on his face as he as he's wanted to do Lucas. Boy, Lucas has taken quite the turn. He is falling down. He is on a path. I don't know what's happening with him. He looks, he's looking shady just right here. I'm not sure what triggers Hannah's flashback, but she makes a connection. Noel got mad at Allie about a girl. Apparently Allie orchestrated a breakup between Noel and some girl. I'm not sure I know her name. Uh, We have Arya with the pink hair. So we know, it's a, we know what where in time we are. And now there's a little more context about Allie's group here. Often, whether it was overt or it just in the ether, Allie always said, it's we. This is we. Anything that I am doing, I am associating all of you with it. And you can tell in this instance, the specific flashback, some of them are a little uncomfortable with that. They're like, we didn't do anything. And Allie's like, yeah, I did. I broke up Noel with this girl. Arya, he's now available for you. And I did it for us. And then she says, Oh boy. Allie leaves with this cryptic message. I only kill when I need food or I'm bored. Whoa. We get uh some Lucas sucking. Boy, Lucas is just really not doing well. Sean comes over, probably feeling jealous, but in this instance, like Sean is look when when you can make Sean look like a good person in this situation, you know you're really on the on the on the downslope here. Lucas looks like the ass, and Sean's kind of stopping it. He's doing it because he's jealous, but still, uh, Lucas looks worse here than Sean. How about that? Emily and Maya post dinner on the porch. Maya's going to bail on the Hannah party. Hmm, interesting. Pam, of course, sees them kiss. I mean, I could have called that a second, the second the scene started, but of course, that's the time that Pam walks out is when they're smooching. Uh, Pam did box up some leftovers for Maya for her parents, which is uh, nice, and they depart. We cut to Spencer and Alex are also at the party, and they're talking about a little getaway thing they want to go to. Spencer spots Noel. Awkward. Alex senses something as weird as going on. And I think this is when he says, I'm going to go outside. And Spencer's like, yeah, I'm going to use a bathroom. Aria arrives and Noel's right in the doorway there. They have a little confrontation. He denies, like a butt face, that I just wanted Mr. Fitz to review my paper. I'm truly hoping Aria doesn't buy it. I don't think she does, but I truly hope she doesn't. Cut to Emily getting into her brand new Toyota Corolla. Toby's back, baby. Toby's back on his porch. Uh, Emily approaches. That's me turning my page. Emily tells Toby she didn't tattle on him, and she asked, did Jenna tell you? And he says no. And he's got this ankle bracelet, so he can't go to the party. And he says he's getting death threats, so I'm not quite sure why. I guess people do blame him for Allie's uh, murder, which we know isn't a murder. It's a witness protection. <laughs> I can't help. I can't help, but even in the context of the episode, let my theories go. But he's saying he's getting death threats, right? And she says, do you trust me? And he says, I never got an answer, so I guess neither of us know if we trust each other. So their relationship is strained, but I think even in this instance, Toby should recognize, Emily is also on my side. That said, Toby then is trying to cut off his ankle bracelet. Curious. Back at Hannah's party, it's clear why Ari is like, hey, can I bail? And... You can tell, and they say this to each other, Hannah and Arya, that their relationship has changed a little bit. Things are different. And Arya feels like maybe she lost a little trust with her friends, with Hannah and Spencer and Emily. So that's kind of a, a bummer. We cut to outside. Alex has his sad face on the swing. Spencer's like, "What's what's going on? Someone sent in Alex's application to that camp in Sweden. And I don't think it was Spencer. Of course, we all know it wasn't Spencer. And I put A question mark. So he leaves. He's like, I don't know what... I guess I don't know what he says in response to it. He seems upset by it. But he's also like, you be you, Spencer. And then, uh, of course, we get a text from uh, A. It's just this point set match dash XOA. So I wrote on my notes, this is Melissa. We cut to back inside the party. Sean and Lucas have kind of a fight. Noel steps in. I'll tell you why he does that in a moment. Hannah asks to talk to Lucas outside. And we know... Lucas is not taking their friendship well after he admitted his feelings. Hannah offered to be his friend still, and he's been kind of shitty about it. Let's let's be uh, honest. And then he kind of rages about Allie, which we knew for a while, but it's still very fresh. And then he said, dying doesn't make you a saint. And he confesses to being the one that destroyed the memorial. So I am now certain that if there is this A group, Lucas is for sure part of it. Purely to get back at Allie, Lucas says you can call the cops on me. And Hannah's like, "No, you've been through enough. I'm not going to do that." And he says, "Don't make me like you again or something." I don't know what he said. Then he walks away. Sean comes out. is really weird about it. She Hannah does tell him about Noel, but she stops just short of telling him that she thinks Noel hit her with his car. I guess Sean and Noel are best friends, which I don't. I think I knew that, but that's for sure now. And then she's like, "Just get everyone out of here." Sean's confused, and he does say he's a little freaked out. I think as much as I give Sean a hard time, I think he can tell something else is going on here. Spencer Preston and Arya are discussing whether to tell Alex about A, because Spencer's like, how do we, how do I undo this? And I guess Arya hasn't left yet, by the way, I didn't know that. And Arya says a question that I've been saying here, what does A want? Like, what does A want? What is A trying to do? And there's this analogy of four lobsters boiling and they start to eat each other, Again, Spencer Preston is hinting at there's something that we, the audience, don't know that the four of them know. And I don't know what that is, and I can't even guess what it is, but I wonder if there's something there. And then they're like, what do we do about Noel? Cut to Porch, Jenna and Toby. Toby's still trying to get the ankle bracelet off. And Jenna, another admission, another bit of honesty. She she turned in Toby. She turned in Toby, she says, so that he could clear his name. Okay, there might be other reasons there. She goes for a smooch. Toby says no thank you and then she slaps him in the face. And it does seem like Toby is stuck in that house. Well, I mean he has an ankle bracelet on, but even before the ankle bracelet, he is stuck in that house for some reason. I don't know the full details, but he is he is stuck there with her. Hannah post party, there's noise in her house. Fake out number two, I kinda knew this, and mom comes home. She's like, Oh, there was a party here. I knew this also as soon as the party started. Mom goes right to where the cash is hidden in the Pop-Tart box. And yep, it's gone. Boy, this might be one of the most heartbreaking scenes I've seen so far. Emily and her mom talk about dad leaving at the end of the month. Mom says uh, there's a bigger picture there. And Emily says she thanks her parents for for being supportive. Pam is very specific in saying her dad really liked Maya. Laughed at her jokes, etc. And then Emily, again, being... Overly gracious to her mom in this situation, says, and I want to thank you too. And Pam says to her daughter, right in her face, I'm not okay with this. It made me sick. Pam has not learned anything. My God. Emily's face, heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. And I know these are unfortunately conversations that have happened from parents to kids when they've come out and it's heartbreaking to see it portrayed here because you can see, boy, to say that right to your kid's face is uh, is tough. It's really tough. We cut away to Spencer Preston's house. Buttercream dad comes down. Is he a VO artist? His voice sounds so familiar to me, like from a video game. Anyway, they have a little chat, nothing in particular, and Ian's stuff is everywhere there. Now, if Ian is part of A, I don't think he'd be that stupid to leave like, hey, here's my creepy gloves that I use when I do my A bullshit, but... Anyway, his stuff is there, and they chat. Dad's not a fan of Ian. He does say to Spencer Preston they found Allie's blood on the sweater, which is interesting. It's an interesting bit of detail. Now we know that two parents have connections to the local police department. We know Emily's father has someone he knows on the force. and And now we have confirmation that Spencer Preston's dad knows somebody on the force. They're getting all this information about this case that they probably shouldn't be spreading to the local public, but they are. And it's now official. Spencer Preston is now not as convinced it's Toby. And that confuses her dad. And Spencer Preston spots a Hilton Head tag on Ian's bag. Another flashback. This is the night. This is the day before the night of the party where Allie disappears. Allie just gets back from the Hilton Head resort. And that's the same tag on Ian's bag, which we already know. Allie and Ian had a thing going on. So this is the... she, She literally comes back. And I forget the exact date. I wrote down August 31st or September 1st. Anyway, whatever day she comes back that night... They're going to have the party in the barn. They talk about a major storm that will happen that night. Apparently that's going to be important too. Very, <laughs> very awkward scene with Hannah and Ashley here. Very quiet in the kitchen. M- Mom's pissed. She asks for a sleeping pill that Hannah has. And then inside one of Hannah's pill bottles, there is a note from A. You'll get your money back if you do what I say. Sweet dreams dash A. And I wrote, that's Mona. And then uh, our untag is... Someone putting cash into a piggy bank that is a clown. I'm assuming we'll see that clown later. I'm calling it now. Someone else will be set up for that. So here's my A theory for this week, an updated theory. We're kind of streamlining theories here. So here's here's my proposition to all of you. We have, for lack of a better term, an A Discord server, a Facebook group, whatever you want to call it. Who is in this group? Mona, Noel, Lucas. Lucas probably set it up for the, for, for everybody. Melissa's in there. Maybe Ian's in there maybe Meredith, Sean, Alex, Maya, and Fitz. If any of them are in this group and we find out that they are, everything that they've said up until this point is an incredible lie. That said, I don't think the four of them are in it. They happen to be all the sig others of our liars, which I know I'm setting myself up for disaster by claiming that, but I don't think they're part of it. So again, Mona, Noel, Lucas, Melissa, possibly Ian, possibly Meredith. The only reason I say maybe Ian is I think that it'd be too obvious that he's in it. So if, as long as Melissa's in the group, uh, since they are a team now, she can tell Ian what to do, and he doesn't actually need to be in the group. So it is not a hierarchy. There is not a head A, as I have previously thought. Mona's not like the head of A. It's kind of, they're all equal. And then they have this anonymizer thing, which I have theorized that Lucas probably helps set up, that lets everyone use at will. So there is no checking in necessarily, although some of them might share their misadventures with each other. But they use this as a group moniker to do with it as they will so mona does it to harass i guess her friends mo you know uh, mona uses it to harass hannah i guess and some of the other liars you know why i think mona wrote that note and took the cash even though the show wants us to think it was Noel. i think it's mona because i think she does like hannah to the point where she doesn't want to lose their friendship so she pulled this stunt i not that i think it's good uh but We obviously know why Noel is doing what he's doing. Before this, I think we didn't know what Noel's motivation might be, but he does view Allie as a curse on his life, and so this is kind of his way to get back at them. We've seen him manipulate a teacher. I don't think he's afraid of harassing four fellow students uh, of his age, so I don't think he's above anything. Lucas, you can tell, has a lot of rage against Allie. I think... In the flashback, I'm envisioning whether it be Mona or Noel, probably Noel in this situation, approached Lucas and said, can you set this up for us? Because when there's a fight that breaks out in the kitchen, Noel steps in and stops the fight between Sean and Lucas. Now, under other circumstances, I think Noel might have joined in. But since he and Lucas are working together, he stops the fight. He doesn't want Sean to beat up uh, his tech support. Melissa, we already know, uh, as my guest even said last week, she wants to get revenge on her sister, and she wants to break up her and Alex. She's already tried it once. Now she's using her A uh, Facebook group to do so. She did the fake application to the Swedish tennis group. And Meredith, I think, heard about it, and she just wants revenge on uh, Aria's father for whatever reason. And wants to break up that marriage. So that's why she did what she did. So that's that's my theory. And I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else. Uh again, this is uh Chris McGoogs McGowan. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at McGoogs, M-A-G-O-O-G-S. Occasionally on Twitch, Mac to the Gow. Who knows where we're going? I'm gonna have more guests later this uh, season one. I have some fun things planned. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Okay, I think I've said enough.